following recording is from Parramatta Christian Church. We pray that this message inspires you in your walk with Christ. Kate has already introduced me. Um, my wife and I and my two kids. Um, actually, we have been coming to this church for this month. It, it's 20 years. We came 2002 in March. When my wife first walked in, she was seven months pregnant with our son, Aaron. Uh, he will turn 20 in, uh, in a couple of months. So <laughs> um, I'm so, so... Um, Blessed for PCC. Um, for all the people who have blessed me, who have done life with me, and with me and my family. Um, what a blessing PCC has been. Um, thank God uh, for PCC. Um, so this morning uh, we will be continuing our series on the promises of Jesus. And I'll be touching on, on the promise of the Holy Spirit. Um, but I want to mainly concentrate on the work that the Holy Spirit does uh, in the life of a believer. So let's um, pray and uh, we'll dive into the message. Um, Heavenly Father, uh, Lord, thank you for your church. Um, thank you for the promise of thy Holy Spirit, Lord. Uh, Father, your word says that uh, as, as, as Kate already mentioned the scripture, it was in my heart, I was going to pray that. Lord, you promised that in the last days that you will pour out your spirit upon all flesh. That your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young, men's will, young men will have visions and, your, and the old men will have dreams. And uh, Lord, that your, you said that promises for everyone, everyone who will put um, uh, 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 their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and even people who are far off like we were, Lord. So uh, I pray, Father, is it too much to ask for you to pour out your spirit on us now? Lord, is it too much, Lord, to expect this wonderful gift that you have promised because it is your promise, Lord Jesus. So I pray, Lord, that um, you will do just that this morning. And I prophesy over this church, over PCC, there will be a time when the Spirit will move and the things that the Lord has spoken, He will do. Thank you, in Jesus' name. So, 700 years before the coming of Christ, the prophet Isaiah prophesied concerning Jesus. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. To bind up the brokenhearted, to set the captives free, to give sight to the blind, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So when Jesus came 700 odd years later, Jesus started his very ministry with these very words. We see that after the Lord was baptized and the Holy Spirit came on him in power and stayed, in him, Jesus went about and, and did exactly what was prophesied over his life. He preached the kingdom of God. He healed the sick. He opened blind eyes. He cast out demons and he even raised the dead. 
but then it was time for him to go back to heaven and he charged his disciples he gave he said to them now it's time for you to continue my ministry go to the ends of the earth and proclaim the gospel heal the sick make disciples out of every nation every language every tongue every tribe but jesus knew what an enormous task that he was asking his disciples to do it was a task that will be impossible without divine help so the lord said to them he promised them i will send the same holy spirit that was upon me to you so we read in the in the uh, gospel of john chapter 14 verses 15 and 17 he says if you if you love me keep my commands and i will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever the spirit of truth the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you so we see that this uh, this promise was fulfilled on the day of pentecost when the spirit when the holy spirit was poured out poured out upon the disciples it was fulfilled on on the day of pentecost and now for us who, who believers for those who put their trust in christ and accept the lord jesus christ as their lord and savior the same spirit is given to us the same holy spirit comes and lives in us and we are given the same task the same charge that the lord made to his disciples we have the same res- responsibility of not only living a faithful life in this evil age but also to take the gospel to those around us to take the gospel to those around us so this morning before i uh, we touch on some of the things that the holy spirit does in the life of a believer i just want to encourage you with two scriptures if if the task of being faithful if the task of taking the gospel out is overwhelming these scriptures will definitely encourage you because it encourages me in the book of john 1 john uh, chapter 4 uh, john writes he he writes about uh, the 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 spirit of antichrist which will come but he says but you are more than overcomers you will overcome him because the spirit that is in you is greater than the spirit that is in the world suffering to the holy spirit isn't that awesome and if that's not enough the apostle paul writes in the book of ephesians chapter 1 he says uh, he says uh, i pray that the eyes of your heart will be open so that you will know the hope to which you have been called the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and listen to this the incomparably great power for us who believe the same power that god exerted when he rose christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places church we sing that song the same power that conquered the grave lives in me we got to believe that we got to believe that so doesn't that encourage you that's an awesome promise that the lord has given us so let's quickly look at uh, you know this i'm just rushing through because on the work of the holy spirit we can do a whole series 
we can take each of these and and maybe I'll suggest to Pastor Hillary and one day he will do a whole series on this. Um, um, but today I'm just going to rush through. And hopefully by the end of the service, I'm just praying that if anyone wants to be filled in the spirit, if you want a new walk with the Lord, just come forward for prayer. The elders will be there, I'll be there, and we'll pray and, and, and expect the spirit to move. So the first thing I want to speak is the, the Holy Spirit uh, is a mark of God or a, or a seal or a deposit on a believer. In the, in the book of Ephesians, again, uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 to 14, it says, And you were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with the seal promised Holy Spirit who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Again we see in um, the same thing said in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1 uh, 21 to 22 it says now it is God who makes us both us and you stand firm in Christ he anointed us he set his Set, the, set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. You know, you see these, these two um, metaphors are very, um, um, uh, I, I can relate to it, it's very um, easy for me to understand because, you know, when I was uh, young, when I lived in Sri Lanka, down our road there was a, a massive uh, playground with lots of green grass and um, these uh, people who raised cattle, they will send their cows to graze there. And um, each and every cow will have the uh, initials of the owner branded on their side. And you know, in Sri Lanka, they have big names, K, T, C, J, I don't know. <laughs> Massive names. And, I, I, and no one will mess well, with, with those cows. No one will steal because they know whose it is. Right? So it's like that. The Holy Spirit is like a seal in us. And, and the, 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 the principalities and powers and principalities know that we are marked with that seal. They will think twice before trying to mess with you. We belong to God. And the deposit, you know, when I was, again, when I started working, I wanted to buy a bike. Um, and, of course, uh, I couldn't afford to buy a brand new bike. So I went to this big dealership and uh, I wanted this particular make and model. Uh, it was a field bike, uh, a trail bike, and, uh, um, and he said, I will import one for you from Japan. It's called a reconditioned bike. It's like a two or one or two years old. Um, but you've got to pay a deposit and it'll take about three months for it to come. So I paid a deposit uh, and if I remember right, the bike was 30,000 rupees or something. It's Nothing much nowadays, but that time it was a big money for me. And I think I paid 1,000 rupees or something to that effect, down payment. So I waited impatiently for three months. And um, then suddenly the, the store manager calls me. He said, your bike has arrived, but we got a problem because there's another guy who wants this bike as well. And um, he is from uh, this big company, and his uh, uh, company buys lots of bikes from us. 
from, um, so I'm afraid, I don't know what my, the owner will say if I disappoint him, I don't want to lose his business, so you quickly come. So I went over and uh, then the store manager called the owner. The owner was a rich guy, he was a politician, and um, I thought, that's it, you know, they're going to give it to the other guy. But when he called, uh, I could, you know, kind of make out what he was saying on the other end. That guy didn't, didn't even hesitate a moment. He said, no, it belongs to the guy who paid the deposit. Give it to him. It's his bike. I will sort out the other guy. So, you know what? Uh, the Holy Spirit in us is a deposit that God has placed on us. We are his. There is more to come. This is only a foretaste of what the incredible things that the Lord will do. So what it means to us is that we will never ever fear our inheritance. We never ever fear death because we know what we have on the other side. So as a Christian, we are never fr afraid of death because we know this eternity awaits us. So that's the seal of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit also does... When we come to Christ, the Holy Spirit regenerates us and renews us. So in the book of Titus chapter 3, the word says, At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passion and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we have done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. So before we came to Christ, we were foolish, we were deceived, we were disobedient. We were basically spiritually dead. Our spirits were not alive. But when we came to Christ, the Holy, we, we become born again. The Holy Spirit renews our spirit. He puts us in, in connection to Christ through faith. And our spirits become alive. When we are born again, the indwelling spirit in us creates a new nature in us. A new nature. And all our past sins are forgiven. Every stain is wiped clean. We are made anew. When we are born again, we not only affirm the the um, supernatural in Jesus but we experience the supernatural in us in that we are made new because in the book of Corinthians the, the Bible says if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation the old has gone the new has come so church um, just a question are we walking in that newness and that in that renewal that the Holy Spirit has brought upon us. 
you know life is tough right and we f- face so many challenges trials temptations rejection um disappointments and sometimes when we go through these kinds of trials and hardship sometimes the the new the shyness tends to fade and our old nature tends to come come to the surface again so how do we keep going how do we keep let the spirit keep renewing us you know last year was a tough year for me and and um you know uh, sister kate was saying i was having a chat and i said oh i struggled uh, you know i was getting angry i was hurt i was upset uh, and and kate said oh ron i thought you were always upbeat i haven't seen you know <laughs> um it's not true uh, life sometimes um has its moments and and will drag you down but i thank god for my connect group i thank god for people who come around and prayed for me and prayed with me you know that brings the ministry of the holy spirit holy spirit works through people people who pray people who are of the word the holy spirit works and when they come and when they came and ministered to me it was like warm pleasant oil poured on my head renewing again and we see also in the psalms the uh, you can see the, uh, the so many of the psalms from king david to uh, the other psalmists how sometimes they they come and they're complaining and they're pouring their heart out they have been hurt they have been disappointed they face hardship they're surrounded by enemies and they don't run away from god they come and and pour their hearts before god and the holy spirit will come he is the counselor has you said kate he is the counselor the comforter the one who comes and stands by us it's his ministry so we reach out to the holy spirit and he will come and renew us and strengthen us again and set us on fire again for god amen so the next thing uh the other thing that there's so many things that the holy spirit does i'm only talking about four of them here this morning because i'll run out of time um the holy spirit helps us to pray according to god's will in romans 8:20:26 and 27 uh the holy spirit helps us in our weaknesses for example we do not we don't know what god wants us to pray um another version says we do not know how, how what to pray and how to pray as well uh, but the spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words and the father who knows all hearts knows what the spirit is saying for the spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with god's own will so as i said sometimes there are times we are under spiritual attack sometimes there are things happening in our lives to uh, to us or to our loved ones where uh, uh, it can be things can be overwhelming and we sometimes our natural minds and our faith is feels inadequate i can remember such an instance when um i have told this story from the pulpit many times uh so those of you who have heard it a couple of times <laughs> bear with me but uh, there are new people here so um 
my my sister-in-law um, uh, was um, pregnant with the first child and they went for their scan and they got the bad news uh, the, they said that the, the baby won't survive because it had something wrong with the spine and lots of things wrong so they were devastated they were so um, uh, upset and my wife was very very upset and so we prayed but and I probably went to bed and she kept praying in tongues she kept praying in the spirit um, and she kept going on and on for a while and and she said uh, after a while she felt this peace come upon her and she went to bed and she had this dream awesome and in the dream she's receiving an email from God and it says the king has heard your request right and the baby was born the baby was fine like he's about I don't know 15 kilos probably big guy he's six feet tall now he's <laughs> grown easy and uh, he's probably going to serve in the Singaporean army soon but what was an impossible situation even I didn't know how I didn't have the faith to pray but my wife was faithful she just prayed and prayed and prayed in the spirit and and God answered God heard so I encourage you church you know this something that I used to do a lot back then and I have eased off cooled off but since again I've started every day after I pray I just spend a few moments praying in the spirit uh, five minutes ten minutes sometimes 15 20 minutes um, the Holy Spirit prays through us and for us um, the last one uh, the Holy Spirit gives us spiritual um, gives us spiritual gifts for ministry. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 7, um, 7 and 7 to 11. Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, like you mentioned, faith. Um, and, the, uh, and to another gifts of healing by, the, by that one spirit to another miraculous powers to another prophecy to another disting distinguishing between spirits to another speaking in different kinds of tongues and still to another the interpretation of tongues all these are the work of the one and the same spirit and he distributes them to each one just as he determines so does he distribute that only to the pastor or just the elders or to everyone? To everyone. So if you're sitting here this morning, you carry a spiritual gift that the Lord, the Holy Spirit has put in you. If you don't use it, because it's, it's given for the common good, it's given for the benefit of others. So if you don't use your gift, somebody else is losing out. Say, I have, I'm sick, so I have all this muscle ache and muscle pain, and I go to the doctor, they change my medication, nothing is working. I need someone with the gift of healing to lay hands and pray for me. And if you're sitting there with that gift and you're not doing it, I'm the loser. So God has given this gift to everyone. 
each and every one. I'll tell you a story how this, we talk about prophecy and again this word that was in my heart, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. You know something about prophecy. Um, I got permission to tell this story, right? Um, uh, <laughs> so there was 23 years ago, there was a young man, young little guy, two years old, playing outside um, our church, just here near the walls there. Uh, a chubby little guy and active, and he fell and bonk, he hit his head on the concrete, right? And he was hollering away, right, making a big racket, crying, um, screaming his head off. And um, so his parents bought him, there was a visiting speaker that day, Laurie Hennessy, I think, pastor, and uh, the parents bought him to pray for his uh, bump on the head, right? Um, and I don't know whether he prayed for healing, but he prophesied over that little guy and said, you will preach the word to the multitudes, right? And last week, you heard that young guy preach to you, <laughs> young Anuj, right? There's something about the supernatural gift, even prophecy, making that declaration. Yeah? Making that declaration. Proclaiming what's in God's heart. And He's the one who will bring it to pass. So you and I are called, you and I have been given a gift to use for the benefit of the church. Um, I had a couple of words for a couple of people and Angel, for you, <laughs> I heard the word charismatic. And I feel in the coming days you will lead ministries, children's ministries, women's ministries, but your grace, God's grace will be amazingly upon you. Uh, Brother Franz and, and Sister Arlene, uh, you have traveled many a path, many hardships. You've gone through many things. But God has put faith in you. You have unshakable faith, both of you. And the wisdom that you have is incredible. And you can't, you can't say, Ah, uh, you're not good at speaking anymore because God, God has heard that excuse before. From Moses to Gideon to, he has heard enough of, even Paul, he said, I'm right. So what you think is your weakness, God says, I will make it your strength. And I kept hearing the word, come out of the shadows. You can't be under anybody else's shadow anymore. You got a ministry. And I don't know if um, Brother Newton is here. I don't know whether he's outside. Okay. Um, yeah, basically it's the same for him. It says you can't lie if you, in case you're hearing Newton on, um, um, it says you can't um, um, light a lamp and hide it under the bed. It has to be kept high. So there's a massive anointing on Newton and he has to step out now. So I'm coming bringing this to a close so how do we how do we 
get filled with the Holy Spirit. There's so many things I can say, but just the basic thing that we can do, you know, it's the Holy Spirit who inspired the word. It's the Holy Spirit who wrote the word and he works in and through his word. So um, meditating on the word of God and praying uh, you continuously because we are asked to uh, be continuously filled in the spirit in keeping step. Um, can, can the band jump up? Um, um, meditating on the word of God and praying, uh, the Holy Spirit continuously fills us. Be part of a connect group. And when you get together, pray. Pray. And, and your connect group is another um, um, a place where you can find out what your gifts are. You know, in our connect group, we lay hands on people and we pray. There's prophecy in our connect group. And that's for you to uh, pray and, 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 and exercise that gift that God has given you. So, I'm going to pray and I'll encourage you this morning that if you want to be filled, if you want to know what your gifts are, if you want to be, uh, if you want a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit, just come up, just come to the front and the elders will be here just to lay hands and just to pray for you. And we pray that the Holy Spirit will powerfully anoint you. So thank you, church. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Um, we thank you for the promise of the Holy Spirit. Lord God, you, um, what an awesome gift that you have given us in the, in the person of the Holy Spirit. So I pray, Lord, that you will bless your people. You will fill each and every one uh, with the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord. Not only to live faithfully, but also to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. Bless them, fill them, and anoint them with joy. for listening to the Parramatta Christian Church podcast. To hear other sermons or to find out more about our church, please visit our website at pcc.org.au.